Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code big x at checkout enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at cornbread hemp kentucky's first choice for all things cbd tip tip of the cap to tip of the tip cat just the cat just Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. December 10th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. We did it. It's a long week. I don't know. It may just be the fact that once you get around the holidays, any week that you don't have some sort of day off feels Mm -hmm. like a long week. But it felt like a long week. But we made it to the end of it. We got the Caps tomorrow. Very excited about that. And we've got Justin Kalen right now. Justin, how are you? I am good. uh, Actually, if I actually really reassess it, I'm very, very tired. I stayed up for that whole Steelers game oh, last night. Wow, what a fan! To, well, I had to take advantage. They're never on Thursday, so I was like, "Go to bed or stay up and watch my team play on Thursday for the first time in forever." So, and I'm glad I did. I I thought the same thing, and then um, twenty three nothing at halftime. Like, I was like, you know what? It's cornbread hemp time. Let's let's call it a night. I, I was shocked they even scored points. They looked yeah, so bad in that first. You missed a hell of a comeback, Nick. I mean, they had a shot to tie it and send it to overtime late in that ball game. That was a fun, fun comeback. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the second half and uh, was surprised to see the score. Bet a large bet there on the Vikings. So wow. I, I went I went to bed like I guess there's a way that maybe I like push. 
but I got it at three. I was like, I guess maybe there's a way that I, I could push, but that would even be a complete shocker. I'm safe, baby. And when I woke up, I was like, oh, my gosh, what the what the hell happened there in that second half? And then I saw some of the fantasy scores and whatnot, and uh, my my goodness, that, that was a second-half offensive explosion there. For, for Pittsburgh. It was a fun night of sports. I I well, I watched more college basketball than I did NFL just because I watched uh, just a part of that first half and did not watch the second half, like I said, but watched the Texas Seton Hall game. Got to see Devin Askew. And then number one goes down again. Purdue loses on basically a half-court shot from Rutgers. The Rutgers dude was just about maybe a foot foot and a half inside the half court line let that bad boy rip and Rutgers won by two they were going to lose if that didn't go in and that killed that killed a parlay for me which is absolutely heartbreaking but a hell of a basketball game that was the game of the season did either two of my 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 co-host my producer did they did you all watch I saw the highlight oh yeah I too saw the highlights but what were you thinking TJ it's the first week that Purdue has ever been number one, and you're like, ah, oh, let's bet them. And then, well, so here's what I did. What I was like, I love Seton Hall money line against Texas, and I thought I was going to get more juice on that, but I think Texas was only like a two-point favorite or something. And I was like, well, I could just bet Seton Hall money line by itself. I was like, or I don't know if Purdue's going to cover against Rutgers, but they're going to win. It's Rutgers. And I I'd watch Rutgers. They've got Cliff Amore who I don't think is all that great. And I, I don't think Rutgers is all that great of a team. I said, certainly Purdue's going to win this game. So I'll put in their money line, and that will sweeten the juice a little bit here. And I'll bet semi-big on it just to make it more worth my time. And when Seton Hall won and Purdue was up seven with like three minutes to go, I was like, I got, well, I got this. I even took like a screenshot because I was going to brag about it, which was oh, basically. Oh, that's where you messed up. But I bet I mm-hmm. took a screenshot of the Vikings bet too, and that one turned out okay as well. But I, I've I've been on fire. Losing that one hurt, and losing it in that fashion hurt. But the way, it wasn't just the, the half quarter that did it. Rutgers hit a turnaround fadeaway probably 12-footer with high arc on it. Like, that ball went above the backboard, and it was a perfect swish. And Rutgers hit about, like, 13 of those last night. But they hit one with about, like, 26 seconds left to take a one-point lead. And then Purdue came came down, just fed it to Williams on the block. They doubled him, but he still scored. So with about, like, four seconds left, Purdue's up one. And then Rutgers – and all this is happening without a break. The Rutgers inbounds the ball and and does that half-court shot. It was an awesome game, even if it did cost me a little bit of cash. But down goes Purdue. It, it, there was a season recently where the number one team could not stay number one. Was that the 2018-2019 season or 2019-2020 season where the number was, one just kept losing and kept losing and kept losing? The, the one that I remember most vividly was the last time Justin Kalen enjoyed watching basketball with uh, Cody Zeller and co. Where, well, there was one I, since then. But that, that one was really bad because I think they were like a three-loss number one team, and they just kept losing. And then other teams would lose, and they'd end up back at number one, and then they'd lose again. I actually think it's good for college basketball, and like I love it when number ones, when the number one team can't kind of dominate, unless, of course, it's Kentucky, in which case you never want them to, to <laughs> leave that mark. But I, I, do, I do like it. Yeah, I think it was 2019, 2020, because Kentucky was number one like after I think they beat Michigan State to start the year. 
And then Louisville at one point got to number one that year, if you all remember. And then they kind of completely fell apart. But uh, good times. Good, good times. Yeah, the um, the made shot from – and somebody said it was half court. And it's like, no, that was not half court. That was the kind of ESPN app update I got. Like It was a step was, inside. It was, I mean, for all intents I and mean, purposes, half court. Yeah. But it, oh, yeah close enough. But he uh, – I love that it it's if there was enough time for you to know for certain that it left his hand before the horn sounded, uh, but like it, it went in basically as the horn sounded, and you could immediately just have everybody rush the court. That was cool. Rutgers is back, baby. Ron Harper Jr. I, I love sports. Literally, the first game Purdue's ever played is number one, and Rutgers <laughs> never has beat a number one team. And then Rutgers beats Purdue. It's just, this is awesome. You can't make that stuff up. That's hilarious. Now, Purdue's got, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in Purdue, though. I think they're going to be I just agree. fine. If there's a way to yeah. lose a basketball game, that was that was one of them. But yeah, they. But gosh, they also had a really they had some bad turnovers late too. That like Matt Painter probably shouldn't be too proud of himself for not having his guys a little bit more ready. But still a hell of a game. Ooh, also thought, and maybe this has happened. I'm sure it probably has, but. There needs to be an in a basketball team needs to do it. A court rushing, have a drone like the second, like have a drone maybe just go in during the last possession. If you'd have a drone of that half court shot and then the crowd just flooding the court within like four seconds, would have been cool video. Yeah, yeah, it'd be very cool. But I'm sure they thought they were going to lose that game because um, that was a nice bucket right with what three and a half seconds ago. It was good execution. Uh, went quick, didn't mess around uh, and get double teamed. So that was uh, – Purdue, real, uh, the final possessions, you thought they did enough to win. And they even put enough pressure on Harper where he couldn't just get a clean look at the basket and kind of had to make a move. So, uh, you know, you got to give credit to Harper, who I I did come to enjoy in the NCAA tournament. Do they still have that really uh, big guy on Rutgers? Uh don't know which really big guy you're talking about, but I don't think so. Oh yeah, because he was he was fun last year. He was big and Alusa Laley or yeah yeah he had a fun name like that and he just got a bunch of rebounds and he was fun. He was fun in the NCAA tournament. So what was the pregame spread of that, TJ? Of which one? The Purdue game. I think Purdue was nine point favorite, eight point oh, favorite. Wow. Okay, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. I, I was worried. I wasn't hundred percent sure they were going to cover because that is a you know going on the road. That's never mm-hmm. easy in conference play and whatnot. It's still relatively early in this season, so I didn't love the spread, but I, I did think that they were going to win, and they probably should have won. Uh, however, hell of a game. Credit to Rutgers. College basketball back. Sports back. And the Steelers lost, so these two in Roush didn't even watch it. So always fun Jeez. stuff with these two goobers. Oh, I guess we're even now, Roush, because I didn't watch the Monday night game not a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to do the uh, uh, let's let's play some poker, let's let's have a good time, but it was a uh, it was a long it was a long Thursday. There was a lot that happened yesterday. It was getting ready for signing day. A lot of news. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was I, I needed the the early to bed, especially when uh, Duke woke me up at like. 2 a.m. and refused to go back into his bed and then just proceeded to kick me in the face the entire night. So that was fun. Gosh, that was like Abe in my bed last night. He was just a terror in terms of like wanting to just sleep in the worst, most awkward spots. But 
we we are in night number two of of the baby sleeping in her crib. Oh, that's big. I, no complaints from me, which is probably because she's the one again that would mostly up. get up if she's got a feeder or whatnot. Mm. But it's been going well for her too. Like it's you know. Not we're very early into this. I'm sure there'll be some regressions and whatnot, but pretty good. It's it's I'm enjoying it. I'm nice. having a hell of a time. Good, good. I know it's um and whenever you do the first things, especially when it comes to sleep, it can be very nerve-wracking. You're like, just please go right, please go right. I just want to sleep. Please. And it did it did take me back to like being into the hospital roush where you know we've got like the baby, we've got this little baby monitor next to our bed, and it's like Oh, she made a noise. Is she still alive? Uh, I'm not, I, we, I gotta. We, we may need to go in there and make sure she's she's still alive. Like back when like they're first born, you know. I'm mean, such an experienced father. I can comment back on this sort of stuff. But like you just, I remember being in the hospital, being like, "Oh my gosh, why why is she moving her leg like that? That can't be a good thing." Uh, but now we're kind of back to that with the sleeping. But it's gone well. It's gone well, and that's been nice. Sorry you didn't get a great night's sleep. My dog was my reason for not great night's sleep. Idiot. And that's why I'm single. I sleep like a champ every night. Oh, that's what it is. That's why you're single. Now, you could probably use a warm body in bed like a pup, Justin. Oh, I would love nothing more. Well, I've, I've said for years now, there's nothing that could get me to my true happiness like a puppy could. Well, you do know what country you live in, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my apartment says no. Oh, really? So I got to move. I got to wait till I move. I feel like most I, I, I come across these days are, are pet friendly. I, was, well, I mean, so that's, you can't get so like a great thing or something, but you can have like a little yappy dog. They told us our whole building was pet friendly or pet free. And then there, we, I've, got, I've got two neighbors with dogs. I'm like, what? So I'm about to go see what I can do. I just, I'd say cowboy it and get, just come back with a dog or maybe don't, like a 12 foot long lizard. Don't tell them. Exactly. You know, ask for that forgiveness. Was, my luck would be that the dog would shred all the carpet, chew on like the door frames, and our apartment would be destroyed. Well, that's a risk you got to be willing to take. The the good news though, Justin, if you do decide, all right, I've just got to move. I'm going to get a new apartment. It'll take you know what two minutes to pack up all your things and go. If that, you might you might be it might be too long. Right? Just stack up a, the milk crates. He's gonna have a stick. He's gonna have a stick with a little sack on the back of it. That's it. He'll be on a he'll be on a he'll be on a scooter with that stick, and he'll just have a thumb out. Gosh, I'm glad I'm, I am glad that you totaled your car and you never got sore from it. I think that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm surprised by it, but I'm happy. I'm happy for it. I I am surprised by it as well. Yeah, I'm also happy that you didn't ever have to do that oil change. Hmm, that'd been or tires. Tires were the real expensive part. Change has been the theme at the University of Louisville, Roush. We talked a lot about this yesterday. We will we will not spend nearly as much nearly as much time on that today, but we do at least want to to finish this story from our standpoint. And Neely accepted the job at Penn State. We knew that was going to happen. I I was surprised to see Vince go through with the resignation. And Roush, I cannot believe the number was only like two or three, but probably two or three too many. How many U of L media members put out there? Well, technically, Vince sent in his reg- resignation yesterday. 
and the board got it today, so it may have already been too late. Uh, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And and Jody Dimling was one of the ones who put it out there. And I like Jody, but as if he couldn't have just like called the board and been like, hey, I did put this in the mail, but just dis- ignore it. I'm going to think on things for a little bit. As if like because he had put it in the mail already, his hand was forced and it was already over. There was nothing that could be done with it. But once Neely left, I was surprised he still went through I'm surprised that out of all the options, he went with the private sector option, quote unquote. He didn't go to Florida State. And then, you know, the way it kind of unfolded, Roush, was Neely left. You get Rick Bozich's report of Vince Tyree's friend says not so fast. And then we get the report that he's not going to go to Florida State. And once you heard he wasn't going to go to Florida State, I thought it was a lock because everything I had heard is how much he liked being an athletic director. So if he wa- And I understood him not wanting to go to Tallahassee. That was kind of a last resort. We had said as much on KRC. But I did think that he was going to try to maybe smooth things over at UofL, or at least just for the next few months, see things through because everything has been such a crap show. However, I guess at the end of the day, they just felt like maybe too much damage had already been done. Let's all just move forward. Let's move on, and, and you go do that private sector thing. But I was surprised with when we got off the air, how the next few hours unfolded. I, I would not have guessed that. No, no, I would not have either. Um, because, I mean, you couldn't guess anything yesterday. It really was just banana land um, because it, it felt like there was a new twist and turn. You had Neely just – pouring salt in the wound like i was born to wear blue and white you know just an, an all-time quote like really just sticking although, it to although like leave it to all fans of course to be hypersensitive about that where penn state's colors are blue and white she is now the president of penn state i guarantee you she wasn't thinking like oh the place i just left their rival is blue and white i better not mention those colors like get over like that Louisville. That's why you get made fun of so much. Quit. Quit with that mindset. The Penn State's colors are blue and white, you dorks. Yes, but it also makes it like it, it's funny because you knew that they were going to get worked up over that too, right? And, and right. Trevor, Trevor got stu- he was talking about how much he was getting worked up over the the Neely Bendapudi put on the Will Levis body with the L's down. He was getting worked up over that. Yeah, he was like, I, I, I maybe it was funny for a second, but that's not even funny. All my UK fans think it, friends think it's the funniest thing in the world. They keep sending it to me. So like seven last night, I, I sent it to him, and he did oh. not re- he did not respond. Oh like, no! Like he didn't so. even like give like a joking like or anything like that. Nothing. So it, so it really triggers him. It would be a real shame if. <laughs> People tweeted at Trevor Kelsey the picture of Neely Bendapudi doing the L's down. He just did the thing where um, it's like if Justin said, don't call me Scooter, whatever you do. And so we have to call you Scooter. Like, that's what he did. He just invited that. Yeah. And then I'm sure he'll be like, no, I, I don't. it doesn't bother me. It's just dumb. It, I, I, it bothers me so little that it's just annoying something like that you know he'll have he'll have the the tk spin on it and whatnot but yeah he 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 did not he did not like that they were really upset with the blue and white line i'd be much more upset at just her for being a piece of garbage no offense but that's what she did that that really was embarrassing all her quotes on transparency all her quotes on wanting to be there longer and she's getting an extra three hundred and fifty thousand dollars which they talked about this on the Mike Rutherford show three to six yesterday. 
why are why are university presidents worth nine hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, that, that no is sense. outlandish. As like tuition is more and more a crisis throughout America, we have our presidents getting paid that much. If they really cared about higher learning, wouldn't they say like, "Hey, hundred twenty thousand, good enough for me. Like I'm I'm gonna be able to live. You're gonna give me a place on campus to live, most likely. Uh, I won't have too many expenses to worry about. Yeah, this works." Let me do what I can to try to keep tuition down so more and more people can learn and, and get an education. It's a joke. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then all her like, I'm gonna, we're gonna be super transparent. That was what's wrong with U of L. And then for the last who knows how many weeks, but Penn State said they had 80 candidates. And for the final rounds of interviews, they narrowed it down to 11. So clearly this was an ongoing process for quite some time. And then she is putting her hand in the athletic department and doing these board meetings while she's not there. And it was kind of like, it was interesting. You, you could always maybe say COVID, but it was interesting that she was never present at any of these meetings. Don't you forget, not for one damn second, that Tim Sullivan climbed a whole flight of stairs. Whole flight of stairs. Be, just to be told that she wasn't there. And why wasn't she there? Because she was interviewing for the Penn State job. And while we like to poke fun at Louisville and we'll continue to do such, but for a program that has been through as much crap and all you did, Neely, was just serve them up another nice, hot, steamy helping. That's all you gave them was another nice, hot, steaming helping of crap. You got out of there. You caused more controversy. You lacked transparency and you ditched U of L, which you said you weren't going to do. You're garbage. And uh, now you're getting a ton of money to go to Penn State, and you're never going to answer for what happened to U of L. You're going to get you get you release just a crappy little press statement. You're a grown adult, a doctor. That was a shameful way to leave town. It really was. Well, so I would make a little bit of defense of all of the transparency stuff. Like when you're looking for new jobs, people don't know about them. In 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 all of this act in all secondary institutions like the only time you hear about people trying to get jobs is when they don't want the job and they're just trying to get a rage a, a la vince mara a la scott satterfield um like typically to make things happen it has to be quiet in the lead up to it or it won't happen so i i understand it from that perspective what i don't understand is that if you're actively negotiating a way out the door and your athletic director comes to you and says, "Listen, I've I I, I want to make this happen. Right? Why are you intervening? That that that's the part that doesn't make sense. Like if if Vince Tyree is out here trying to make a move to to bring Brom home, bring him back, and you're halfway out the door, what does it matter to you? What does it matter? That that's the part of all this I don't get. Uh, I I I get leaving. I mean, you know, even." Was she going to do like a two and a half minute Brian Kelly thing with her staff at U of L before she left? Maybe she could have done that. But like for the most part, I feel like that's kind of how things go. It's just that she had to make one last stance and put her foot down to Vince Tyre while the board is actively kind of looking for her replacement and she knows she's on her way out the door. That's a whole part of this that just doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me and would really take me off if I was a Louisville fan. Penn State's a better university than the University of Louisville. I, I can understand just like a football coach would want to, would rather coach at Penn State than Louisville. A president would rather 
be the president at uh, at a place like Penn State versus Louisville. I can get that, and I can get that those things can kind of be kept under wraps during the interview process, although that whole thing is kind of dumb, too. Like, you know, you, you it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be under wraps. If everybody yeah, but that's, be, that's the norm, though. If, yeah, but I know. It's just a dumb norm. Like, if everybody can just be mature adults about things, it would go a lot further. But that's not the – you're right. That that's not the way that works. I'm not – it's not so much that she left Louisville for Penn State. Of course, everything she had said previously was just garbage, but that happened. She's not the first person to, to kind of – mislead or statements not come to fruition and things like that it's the fact that L after the uk game seemed to be in a state of turmoil and nobody was talking she couldn't just she couldn't talk and just say listen we've got so many other great things going on at L, and the football program's going to be fine but instead she allowed people to wonder if there was a divide between athletics and academics she could have been a better leader she could have just been a better leader. Mm-hmm. And even with leaving, she could have been a better leader by keeping people informed, by pe- keeping people calm, by keeping people from thinking that the world was ending. And if she had the stone, she could have came out and said, listen, it was my call ultimately not to change the football program. I've got total faith, faith in Scott Satterfield. We're still going through pandemic financial situations, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let this university make some some decisions, some emotional decisions based on one game. And I did put my foot down in this decision. If you've got an issue with it, I'm the president. Nothing you can do. I would have had more respect for her if she did that. Of course, she was never going to. But it right, was more right. of the si- it was more of the silence for two weeks for me, Justin. If she's more proactive in her communication and letting people know what's going on, does Vince Tyree leave? No, no, I don't think so. I still I don't think, think so. even though he's world, leaving. Well, yeah. now what the hell's going to happen to him? He's just going to go back to the private, private sector. sector. Yeah, gotcha. Get a, get a, a real business, job. Oh, we should start a bar, Roush, called the private sector. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll run into the sheriff there at lunch, and then people, <laughs> and people can be like, ah, sorry, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm going into the private sector. I'll call you later. <laughs> it's uh oh man trevor would get the reference but um and how i met your mother they wanted to make a bar named puzzles they're like well wait that's the puzzle it's the puzzle of it uh no but yeah that that's the so she let her bosses know on the board but she wouldn't let anybody else know and i guess credit to her for still doing her job because we mentioned earlier there's a money thing but i still like man i not my problem. Like, go go hire your man, Vince. I, that, that would just – I'd be fired up. And now Louisville's without athletic director, without a president. And I don't know who do – we, do we know who's in charge? Is, uh, is it the Secretary of State? Is Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell president of Louisville now? They did have somebody release, like, a statement just basically to say, like – yeah, so that that his his resignation is today, so that makes it pretty much official. So they at least had they at least had that. Let's uh let's get Dr. Ricky Jones a job over there. He's fun. He spice things up. John Carmen, executive director of communications for the University of Louisville. He at least gave a statement, Roush. So there there was that. Well, we got a statement. Yes. One person uh, over there can write a press release. Kenny Klein for president? That's what, um, I don't know. I saw Ricky oh, Pat Jones, Forty said that. 
That's what Ricky it was. Jones. No, Kenny Klein's too pure. That 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 job in ads that makes it, it changes people. We don't need that with Kenny. <laughs> Ricky Jones seemed to not be a big fan of uh, Vince Tyree. Ricky Jones is not a fan of many people over at U of L, and I love it because he's he's like he works there and he just consistently bashes his bosses. I mean, not many people can get away with doing that. Nope, they really can't. <laughs> Not many people at all can get away with doing that. Oh, man. Uh, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Roush, congrats to your University of Louisville Cardinals volleyball team for advancing oh, to the Elite Eight. Yeah. Uh, Danny Busboom, she said, could be a candidate for the president job. Maybe was her official comment. So, um, But uh, Brooke went to the game. She's very excited. Louisville's playing really well. Um so uh, she beat a bad Florida team without their best player. I wouldn't get too excited. <laughs> uh, but they're they're playing the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech tomorrow, Elite Eight, to go to the Final Four. She's pumped for it. I don't know if I'm going to go to that game, but if they go to the Final Four, we'll we'll I'll, I'll definitely be uh, attending with her up in Columbus. But um, yeah, exciting times. You mentioned Purdue. Uh, their volleyball scores were hilarious. They played BYU. And Purdue is one of the best teams in the country. They they would win like twenty five to thirteen, lose twenty five to twenty six, win twenty five to sixteen, and then they won the final one like eighteen to six, seventeen or something. It was it was a crazy wild back and forth. So uh, the the NCAA tournament in full swing on on all of your favorite broadcasting networks. Oh, I get it, full swing. Hey, yeah, real shame the Caps bowed out early, but you know. You can do that when you win a national championship. Easy road for U of L. They've already beaten Georgia Tech. They're going to go to the Final Four in Columbus, but could come across Baylor and a familiar name, Avery Skinner, in that Final Four game. That would be mm -hmm. uh, that. That would be something to keep an eye on. But we all know how excited Roush is. Uh, just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Understandably so for your wife. Let's go to a break. We got to come back and we got to talk the Cats. Yeah. A lot, of UK, a lot of UK news. We'll, we'll probably start with some football, and then we'll allow that to flow in to a Notre Dame and Kentucky yeah. basketball preview. And a game I'm really excited about for tomorrow just because it's not Popcorn State. So we will come back, yep. and we've got a lot to get to. Keep the Thornton's text coming in. Roush, what else you got for us? Uh, a lot of folks were worried about Keontae Goodwin yesterday, the latest in that saga when we return. Wow. Tease me real good. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Here we go. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Well, let's say this Twinkie represents the normal amount of psychokinetic energy in the New York area. According to this morning sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. With Walker and Roush. How's the grid holding up? It's not good. Tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday. Appreciate you tuning in. 
it's warm for December, much warmer than it yeah. was earlier in the week, but some storms coming tonight, Roush. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able to get in your, your golf game this weekend, so you should go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy on Exit 4 in Jeffersonville. Yep. Really Southern, convenient to get to, yeah. Southern Indiana right off I-65, three state-of-the-art virtual golf bays, simulator bays, and you go in there and you can either just hit the range, you can play pretty much any course in the world, which makes it a lot of fun, or get lessons from Bobby himself and make yourself a better golfer because Bobby will guarantee that. Great great Christmas gift, getting the, the man or woman in your life some golf lessons from Bobby Cook. Just call Bobby at 812-913-4415 or visit him at bobbycookgolfacademy.com to book yours today. That's a great point about it being a phenomenal Christmas gift because I, I I often hear, and I do this, I do this probably more than anybody, I, I hear it from myself, where I will label somebody hard to shop for. And people, grown adults for the most part, should be hard to shop for. Yeah. They're grown adults. If they want something, yeah. they more times than not will get it for themselves. And the reason why it's difficult to shop for a lot of people is you have to find the thing that they want, but have deemed not necessary to their financial status. And that's a hard right. thing to do. That's a hard thing to find with somebody, what they may want, but don't personally feel like they want to put the money into. So you put the money into the, and sometimes with those golf lessons, it's like, I, I it's not the money. I have no issue paying for the golf lessons. It's just, I need to go, I need to pay for them. And then I got to go show up and do this. If, if you buy it for somebody, they feel a lot more obligated. Like, oh, okay. You know, I, I'm going to go now. It's been taken care of for me. Now all I got to do is show up and I'm there. So it is a good gift, Roush. That's a good point about Bobby Cook and the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Yeah, it's a, a great idea for Christmas. Uh, maybe even a birthday gift. Today's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Woohoo! Happy 31 birthday. 31 never looks so good. To Roush's wife. She's definitely not listening. So I'm My brother's birthday tomorrow. So big, big weekend wow. for birthdays here on the Big X. Yeah. Uh, closing on a house today. Very excited. So uh, moving on up. Moving on up. You're closing on this house? Uh, selling the old one today. Okay, so, gotcha. Money in the bank account. Let's go party. Wow. Big weekend mm -hmm. for the Roushes. Yep, big weekend for Kentucky football recruiting too. The final kind of push. And, man, it's uh, – more visitors seem to be checking in. You have uh, R. Mason Thomas, who is an Iowa State commit from Fort Lauderdale. He said he's going to be officially visiting. I think the Rutgers kid is going to try to make his way here for official visit as well. Um, and then we're just probably going to have – it's probably going to be a daily Keontae Goodwin thing from here on out. I just – I've got a feeling it's just it's just going to keep on being topsy-turvy. And uh, the latest yesterday, I know uh, some folks got worried because uh, – Don Hale. Well – so it, it was weird. So we had a John Hale report where he's, he spoke to Keontae on Wednesday. And Wednesday, Keontae said, I have no leaders right now. I'm just trying to sort through yeah. my things. But then when he was asked about what he was looking for at school, and he just described Kentucky. So it's like, okay, Keontae, we'll get it. You're, you're going to end up at UK. But then our boy Dave Lackford got folks really worried when he he has been – 
if I, if you all thought I was confident, Dave has been as confident, if not more so confident, that Kentucky, Keontae would end up at Kentucky than anyone. And he said something along the lines of, I'm just – things are turbulent right now, and uh, I'm not so sure what the deal is. I'm less confident today than I was yesterday. That That's me kind of paraphrasing there. And it, it got folks worried. And I, I there was – there had to be something to it, I think, TJ, if Vince Merrow made the trip to Louisville to go see him. Now, he didn't make the trip to Louisville, so you would think Elijah Reed and uh, Elijah Reed and Jordan Watkins were also there at Aspirations when Vince showed up. Um, so I, I, I guess all is well. Uh, they're coming back to visit, but I have a feeling we're going to be getting a lot of these, uh, you know, Oh, feels good. Feels great. Ah, ah. That, that that's just how we're going to be finishing this recruitment off. Hmm. I I could have gone for you being a little bit more definitive with a comment there. Yeah, I mean, I, I ultimately I I trust Vince to make sure that this is done, and it's really hard for me to see Keontae going elsewhere. I wish we could redo this, and you say everything that you say. But you finish mm-hmm. it with, I'm not backing off what I said. He's going to be a wildcat, and people need to stop freaking out about it. Oh, so I just needed to punch it harder at the end. I mean, you're already – Yeah, I'm not like, backing it, off from what I said. Listen, here's the deal. If he doesn't end up at UK, you're getting it. You're getting it bad, buddy. Not, yeah, not for no me. Matter what. So I'm your friend. Everybody. Yeah, but the text line is going to be absolutely brutal to you. So the, the, the way that you yeah, – you just got to double down. You got to be confident. You're getting it one way or another, so you may as well just go for broke and hope he stays committed to UK and you can be the guy that never even remotely thought he could go elsewhere. Yeah, he's not. He's not going elsewhere. Ah, He's going guy. to Kentucky. Woo. Yeah. What, what could have happened? That, what, what was this turbulence? Clearly there was some, like, minor incident, something that Kentucky did – or something that happened that regarding Kentucky that the Goodwin that Goodwin didn't like. What so was this my, moment? My theory here's my theory is that Stoops tried to get them not to visit Michigan State this weekend. They didn't like it, and Stoops was like, "What the hell? Like, are you with us? Are you not?" And then they got into it. That that's my theory over what it was over. Um. But I, you know, that's just a theory. I, I don't know one way or another. Um, so I, I do know that, uh, like Chris Vaughn's, kid, like they they did go silent for a while yesterday, and um, I've been trying to uh, figure out, like, like it's, it's it's such a weird game because it's like uh, we don't want anybody to know our next move, so we're just going to sprinkle out a few breadcrumbs here and there. Um, because even in that article with John Hill, Keontae was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to sign on Wednesday. And I've been trying to figure out signing day plans and coordinate with them and all that. And I, I haven't gotten anything, but I'm still confident that he's going to end up signing on Wednesday. I just think that this is part of the game. And I think Stoops, my theory is that Stoops got tired of the game and was like, dude, come on. Like, I know you're with us. Just, just be all the way with us. Like, we don't need to play this game anymore. And I think that's what caused a little tiff yesterday. But that's why you pay Vince the big bucks. You don't pay Vince the big bucks to make Kentucky have the best tight ends in the world. Yes, they're good tight ends. You want them to be. But you pay Vince to be 
the guy who assuages problems. <laughs> like when there when there's stuff going on, Vince can really smooth things over from active players, future players, former players. That Vince is the guy, and that's why I'm confident that Keontae is going to be signing with Kentucky on Wednesday. He has built a relationship and has been recruiting this kid for half a decade. So it would, I'm, I'm sure Vince would not be a very happy camper if in the 12th hour you had him go elsewhere. You had him flip and, and decide to go somewhere else. But I would say this, it, Roush is going off what you're guessing. And as to be clear again, Roush is saying he is just guessing, but that's a mistake on Soup's part. You can't if you're gonna. It see, and that and that's the one thing with aspirations that, while I'm happy Kentucky is in, mm-hmm. is in the in crowd with aspirations, you do have to play their games. Right, right. You 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 do. You if you want to be in, you've got to kind of let them. If they want to be dramatic, or if they want to do this, or if they want to do that, you got to let them go about it. And you got to let them do it, and. Stoops has been willing to play this game with Goodwin for a long time. This close to to crunch time is when you start kind of getting nervous and and start maybe trying to be a little too controlling. I would think that'd be a, uh, a, while I could understand why Stoops would want to do that. And while I could understand why it's like, dude, come on. Like you're going to come here. We know you're going to come here. We've done everything. Just Mm -hmm. can we put, can we put us into this? So we have to stop worrying ourselves because you could really leave us in a bad spot if you decide to flip on us and leave us no time to do anything. So I could get why Stoops feels all those things. You still, you just got to shut up, though. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it, you know what, though, I, I bet, I, I bet the case is that this is kind of Stoops. Like, I, I'm sure he's pulled these kind of closing moves off plenty of times before, and it's worked. But this time, it just got shut down, right? I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, probably. It and it's also typically probably in a different setting too. It's probably on an official visit. I'm sure that's what got Quintel Jones to commit to Kentucky yesterday, the three-star uh, defensive tackle from South Georgia. Uh, that and what could get them to get some more commits this weekend. You know, whether they're from the transfer portal or recruits or flips or whatever it may be. And th- but that's just where I think kind of things are. Is you're right, like Stoops, just be be patient. You know, only a few more days left. Uh, weather the storm and and get out of there with the commitment. We'll probably we'll get pictures of Stoop smiling with Keontae here in about six hours or so, and I think everything will be fine. Well, hell, it might even be earlier. I know uh, Kentucky's or no, it'd probably be after Kentucky's uh, returning to bowl practice. Bowl practice starts today. Um, they're they're having that, so you'll get you'll get some media stuff this afternoon. Uh, but um, no, it's just. Uh, the 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 joys and pains of uh, late recruiting before signing day. <laughs> That's big boy. Hey, it's big boy football. You, this is why you get paid the big, 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 big bucks. No, it's not quite as hard as a job as a university president. But nope, hardest uh, job in America doesn't get tougher than that. Forget a, you know all all those blue collar folks. Nope, being a president of a university in America, the toughest job. But all right, I that's something to keep an eye on. I ultimately, I can't imagine Vince coming up empty in this one. Yeah, yeah. So it's his guy. It's his guy, and recruiting is about relationships, ultimately. And you you can't 
have done a better job than Vince has in this case. So um, there's going to be a lot more fretting, I'm sure, before signing day. Um, but hey, it's uh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, BBN. Uh, can I tell you something else too that's exciting, TJ? I mentioned I mentioned some some folks, some unexpected visitors. I think there might be a really big one coming up today. Oh, is this yeah. a mystery? It's 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 a mystery. And I got Adam Luckett on the case. Okay. And so I was talking with someone and they were like, there's this transfer portal guy and it's it's not one of the ones you mentioned. Now we think there's someone else out there and we don't think it's one of those guys. I'm like, well, who could it be? So we tried to figure out, well, it could be somebody who's waiting to put their name into the portal today. Like they're going to put their name in and then just show up on campus. But we don't think that's the case. There's a guy who's been in the portal for a while. He was supposed to visit Ohio State this weekend. And then Ohio State was like, actually, we don't really want to ruffle any feathers. We're good. So he's not visiting Ohio State this weekend. Maybe he changes plans and is going to Kentucky. Maybe huh. one LSU cornerback, Eli Ricks. Wow. That would get folks really excited. That would. Um, you know, it's, of course, just guessing speculating but hey it's football recruiting who the hell knows but i'm not out of the realm of possibility that he ends up showing up on campus this weekend all right so you're basically saying that's gonna happen so everybody run <laughs> run, run with that uh, that's that's sweet i guess my my first reaction was like okay it's ohio state when do they ever care about ruffling feathers is there something more here um i the the uh the people that put that report out were Ohio State folks, so it could be a deal where Rick said, "Actually, no, I'm good," and this was their spin was we actually didn't want him to come here. So, uh, but but the 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 spin from Ohio State folks was they didn't want uh, more attrition in their defensive backs. They're comfortable with their defensive backs, so they're not going to pursue this you know all American. Well, I do see one headline that says, Ohio State football, Ryan Day, true to his word, turns down top transfers. So maybe there was just like, yeah. we, we trust these crop, this next crop that's coming up. We That's dumb. That's that's not, yeah. a, good, that's we, not a good way to run a program, IMO. But uh, I think Ohio State is doing just fine. Which makes me believe that like that's just great spin on Ryan Day's part to put it out there to the media, you know? We actually didn't want him. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, I could, I, I could see that. All right, well, that would be, that would get, boy, yeah, that'd make that would me feel bad. a lot different about the secondary if that happened. So, fingers crossed. There, uh, can that's maybe something coming in from the transfer portal, Roush? They've, they've lost some from the transfer. Yes, portal. Isaiah Gibson, another one went to the transfer portal. Uh, I, I will be frank and say I actually thought that this might have happened last year. Um, but didn't Gibson a lot of talent one of those guys that you're just like come on dude like turn it on and he, he never really did so um, it's unfortunate for him uh, but uh, best of luck to him he initially chose UK over Wisconsin uh, the, the guys from that high school he went to high school with Moses Douglas and the dad Mo Douglas played here played for the Bears in the 80s and that, that high school has not – they've sent about five guys to Kentucky, and I don't think really any of them have panned out. So we would like to see, you know, 
more come from that. Any so what? Any like major surprises that have left Kentucky so far? No, no. I mean, McD- Katie McDaniel mentioned it yesterday. I yeah. I wanted him to stay around because I thought he was he was showing some stuff. Um, and it and it really hurts your depth in the bowl game. Like you're down to two outside linebackers now. So I wanted to. I would have liked to see him stay around, but the way they're recruiting Edge, maybe he was just like, all right, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm not going to be a, a Jordan Wright soul cooker. I'm ready to go play somewhere. Um, but aside from that, I haven't really been. Uh, ha- haven't really been surprised by any. I thought it was funny. Like I, I was trying to wind down. I was just like, you know what? I missed out on some late breaking stuff last night. Let, let me let me go see uh, see if there's any any scuttlebutt over here on House of Blue. And uh, <laughs> and somebody posted like smoke's entering the portal, and people were like, no, no way. And then you know. 20 places down the thread they were like no he's not you're just making that up and then the original guy edited his comment said actually will he enter the portal uh people were very very mad very very mad (laughs) that's always good that's good stuff well will he well and and here's the thing too is like you shouldn't be surprised if smoke enters the portal like it i'm not saying he will i don't know this one way or the other but if kavasi smoke enters the transfer portal like that's just part of that. I, I know guys like Frank love smoke because he makes big plays and he has a very cool name and he's been great for Kentucky. But if he goes into the transfer portal, it's because there are guys that are taking a spot. It's not for any other reason other than there's better players that have, are taking his time. Uh, Jatama McClain essentially did that at the end of the year. So just <laughs> getting out in front of that. If it does happen, I don't know if it will, um, but hell, I even thought it might happen last year because um, Chris Rodriguez kind of started taking over the reins. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see. There's 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 still going to be plenty of portal moving and shaking. TJ, I feel like you've been you've been getting more scoop lately, buddy. And I, I for one, n- note it, recognize it, and appreciate it. You're doing great work, and you're you're good at your job, Nick Roush. Thank you. I appreciate that very much, TJ. I'm not. Uh, I don't always like being the scoop guy. Um, but you know, it's, it, it, it is kind of fun. And I'm, uh, I did think it was funny, uh, that Sweeney was giving me and Roland hell last night. I'm guessing it was the same person talked to both of us about, uh, the kid from LaRue County, Cutter Bowley, picking up an offer from Ole Miss. And, uh, Justin like heard Lane Kiffin offered a Kentucky quarterback, but I'm going to put it, I'm not, I'm going to wait until he tweets it. And I just straight up asked the guy, I was like, so do you want me to put this out there? Or do you want me to sit on it? Like, I don't, I don't really care one way or the other. It's like, no, go ahead. And I put it out there. And of course, Sweeney had to kind of give both of us hell for it. But that's a big deal. The first offer for a kid who just finished his freshman season is from Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Liam, go on. Give him an offer. Yeah, you probably, you probably should, right? Yeah, and Cohen, Cohen coached his quarterback coach back in the day at Maine. Which is a is a that that that's at least a nice little in. Um, I know Purdue's watched him work out and they're interested as well. So um, I, I I was actually talking with Derek Terry the other day about man Kentucky's just really doing well in state right now. Shout out to Louisville for not caring about it. It makes no sense why they won't just get easy PR wins by getting like Northington or Travion Longmire. But 
Uh, all they need, all they need, is like a generational quarterback to come through the state, and that would really change things. Maybe Bowie's the guy. Maybe, may, maybe this is finally it. His sister was Miss Basketball a few years ago. I think she was McDonald's All American, Aaron Bowie, and I, I don't remember if she went to Notre Dame or Oregon. But um, athleticism certainly runs in the family. Hopefully, he is the uh, the difference making game changer that Kentucky can get to stay home and take the cats to the top. Cutter is an interesting name. It's a quarterback name, too. Like, you were born to play that position. Just imagine him in lines as, like, a kindergartner, first grader. I bet that I bet that wasn't fun. And also, it, it's it's hilarious thinking that, like, Lee and Cohen would be at Kentucky in 2025 or, I guess, you know, 2027. <laughs> but all the more reason just to offer him, you know? Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's not going to be me here, but – the University of Kentucky extends this offer to you. And if you want me to tell you I'm going to be here, sure. I'll be here I'll be here five years down the road, buddy. Maybe oh, as head coach. I've got some that, – that would be – oh, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Oh, uh, also – Bad um, news? Yeah, yeah. So I've got to do something that Dr. Ricky Jones does. I've got to call out my bosses. What Whoa. the hell, one three? What the hell? What gives you the right – to make an all-American team and not put Darian Kennard on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. There's that's there's dumb. been a ton of these all-American lists though and he's seemingly on every one of them except this one. So What the hell on 3? A sophomore from NC State? Come on. So dumb. You know what's right. not dumb? Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. My favorite hour. My favorite hour coming up next. The Friday second hour of Kentucky Roll Call. We got a jump in Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The Cats take on the Irish tomorrow in South Bend. Truly one of the worst cities in America. We'll come back. We'll talk about all those things. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Here Roll on Call. X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Holiday season. You may have holiday work parties, getting together with old college friends, Whatever it may be, let Salsaritas cater your shindig. No event too big, no party too small for Salsaritas catering. They'll even bring it right to your door. When we've gotten catering, we had them deliver it to us. They set it up for us. Friendly, fast. The time they said they were going to be here, they were there. Anytime you're kind of planning a party, you got a million different things going on. You're trying to get that ready. You're trying to get this ready. The last thing you have to worry about, you want to worry about, is having to go pick up the food, the food not being ready when they say it's going to be ready. Uh, Salseritas will take care of it all for you. And you can do it all online on the app. Download the Salseritas app. It's simple. They walk you through the process. Or go to go to Middletown, go to St. Matthews, 
drive by, go go in store and pick it up if that's your forte, if that's what you'd prefer to do. But you're going to want those wildly addictive chips, the hot salsa, the delicious queso. It's going to be a hit for your holiday gathering. So check out Salseritas, one of their two locations, and make sure you visit them, download the app, and save yourself some money. Man, I'm going to be really bummed to miss the Salseritas at the Big X Christmas party. It's going to be a real bummer. Can't believe you're missing, man. No, 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 no. It's real Nick, I have, work, I have a game to do that night, and I'm skipping my game to go to the Christmas party. Yep. Yeah, well, we are, haven't traveled to visit Brooke's family since August, so... Yep, yeah, but so just go going. go Saturday morning. What's the harm? The that's when the Christmas is. Christmas is at noon on Saturday. Yeah, Christmas you party. get up at eight. Bada boom, bada bing. You're there by eleven. You yeah, roll right yeah. into the Christmas party, and you had had a blast at the Big X party. Yep. Sorry. Nope. Now I, I don't apologize to us. We're sorry that you're missing it. Yeah, I just it, there's going to be naked women everywhere. It, it just it's going to be wild, wild hey, times, the, and I'm going to miss out on it. The average height's going to be a little lower, so that's cool. You going to bring oh, your yeah. date, Justin? Huge uh, no. Are you kidding me? Heck no. Bring your date, Justin. Around you clowns? Yeah, right. Well, around us clowns, if anything, it's gonna. <laughs> she may actually give you a peck on the cheek after hanging out with us. She'll realize you're not <laughs> totally dorky. <laughs> you at least got some cool friends, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gosh, can you imagine like the first time meeting any one of justin's friends and you go to the big x party like wow Ooh. the big x party is a there, there's some characters at the big x no sports doubt. radio no doubt. <laughs> they're really it, i mean it's a good time it's a good time and we always look forward to it and roush said no thank you not this year and that's okay because holidays are busy and that's why you want salseritas catering to make things easy for you i hope kentucky has an easy time at Notre Dame tomorrow mm -hmm. just because they should Notre Dame's not a good team and they really don't do a lot that should trouble Kentucky they don't have one area that I think is going to bother. the only thing I think is going to bother Kentucky is hey like first year road game how do you all respond first Which time I'm excited. Playing, first time playing a team that has you know some four stars since the Duke game how do you all respond yeah I'm I'm, I'm excited for it too I can't wait for this game I just I think I'm going to be pretty bothered if, if certainly if Kentucky loses, but even if it is down to the wire, maybe you know. I guess you you got to wait to see how it all unfolds. But this should be a game that it's on the road. I would you know six point game, something like that. I could understand, but Kentucky shouldn't have to be sweating this thing out in the final closing seconds. I think we are going to see a very motivated Kentucky team. Like they're probably excited to get out of Rupp. Uh, to to play somebody who's actually a power five team. Like, I, I think we're going to see Kentucky play really well. It, they might not knock down all their shots, but I think they're going to be really aggressive, really in tune. And uh, I, there's a lot of times where this team really pushes the four well, uh, but it doesn't necessarily result in points. I think you're going to see a very aggressive UK team. It might result in a few more turnovers, but you know what? I think you kind of got what you asked for with Ty Ty Washington in transition the other night. So um, maybe more of that to come. Yeah, he, he he will continue to get better and better each game. It's really fun watching him play. Notre Dame actually, in what was one of their better performances, played Illinois pretty tough. One person they didn't play tough, Kofi Coburn, 
28 points, eight rebounds. You think an Oscar game? You think a big O game? It's got to be, right? If Kofi can do that, and Kofi, you know, 11 to 16 seems to indicate the majority of those shots close to the rim, as Kofi should be close to the rim for the most part. This could be a nice game for Oscar, you would think. All the more reason why foul trouble can't be an issue for him. But we're not going to be able to do that every game, Roush. We're not going to be able to go into every game and say – I mean, it's just kind of obvious, right? Foul trouble may be an issue for Oscar Shibway each and every night. Mm -hmm. That is included for tomorrow against Notre Dame. But if Kofi can have a big game against Notre Dame, then hopefully Oscar can as well. And and I think there's going to be – I think Notre Dame's going to give Kentucky a lot of outside looks from the arc. So if everybody that's been whining about UK's three-point shooting, I think Kentucky's going to have ample opportunities. Now you may be thinking, TJ, you just thought you just said maybe Oscar can have a big game and UK maybe can have a big game, three-point shooting. How do those things work? Well, Notre Dame's probably going to try to work to limit to keep UK's guards outside of the paint. If they do, you're probably going to see some zone. If they do, when Kentucky gets inside the paint, you're probably going to see a collapse. Mm-hmm. When you collapse, that makes it tough. Easy for the, inside out. Yeah, that, that, that makes it tough for the person with the ball to score themselves, but it should leave plenty of open teammates for them. So, yes, I think – I think and also in a zone, offensive rebounds galore. Who's a great rebounder? Oscar Shibway. So I think those things are not mutually exclusive. I'm telling you that they are not. Kentucky should have a big – should have an opportunity to knock down a bunch of outside shots. And I think Oscar is going to have a big game on the glass. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's UK's leading scorer when it's all said and done. But Mintz, you got to hit some shots. Grady, you got to hit some shots. Washington, you got to hit some shots. Allen, I think you're going to get an opportunity. Probably won't be as long as the leash as some of these other games. So if you get the opportunity, go in there, bang a few in. You're getting outside of Rupp. You're getting outside of Rupp, which nobody likes shooting inside of Rupp Arena. UK teams haven't for a long time. This is more intimate gym, Roush. I think that you're going to see buckets. I think you're going to see UK score over 80 points and get an easy win. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and I know there's a it's a very small sample size, but the two times we've seen Kentucky tested and face a little adversity, they've responded well. Um, against Duke, they were just outmanned, outgunned. They really couldn't stop Paulo Benchero or uh, whatever that dude's name is, the wing. I, I, I forgot his name already. Keels. loser yeah loser um but against ohio i mean that was a pretty decent team they're the only team that kentucky's played with a winning record and whenever they needed to bounce back and go on a big run they did just that so uh I, i'm i'm expecting i'm i'm actually excited it's going to be kind of nice head this game i wish i mean it's it's the one thing mr football guy over here like i i really need them to stop scheduling around appointment television like Gonna have to be doing two televisions with Army Navy football. Right? There's just no way around it. So, it, on one hand, you're gonna have high flying offense over at Notre Dame, and then you're gonna have just triple option run the damn ball football between America's future military leaders. I I like watching the beginning of that game, and if it's close, I like watching it late. I don't really care to watch like the second quarter of that game. That make me a bad person. It's oddly specific. You well, called like, me so, un-American for having that same take. No. So, no, yes, no, that's no, a problem. No, 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 no. That's not true. 
That's not true. I don't think I would have ever said you're un-American for not sitting down and watching three hours of you, Army Navy. You told me I hated. You asked if I hated my country. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember it like it was yesterday. You're just making things up, buddy. <laughs> oh man! Hey, easy to find the clip from last year's game. Pull up, pull up the tape. I, I think, I think you said you don't watch it at all. I don't. Okay. I do. However, now I do. I do like to catch the beginning of it when the crowd's going crazy and they're doing the anthem and all that. That's always fun. But yeah, yeah. the game in and of itself is just boring. No, no, it's great football. Uh, this, last year's was great because we had the the fog rolling in and you could hardly see it. Uh, and usually it's pretty close. That's what's kind of nice about it too. Is um, you're like, okay, so which one? When's this big play going to come? Because inevitably, there's going to be one that's going to flip the field. It's it's a field position battle game, but uh, ultimately, Army they're three and a half point favorites. They, they should, they'll probably take care of business against Navy. That's not that big of a spread. Well, it's it's like seventeen in an Army Navy game. You people forget U of O is a three point favorite against Kentucky. <laughs> I would guess Kentucky would probably come out as like a five point favorite against Notre Dame. Five or six point favorite somewhere in that ballpark. Sounds right. Just, just spitballing. People forget I'm really good at guessing those things. Um, one person to watch out for on Notre Dame comes off the bench, hometown kid, Blake Wesley. Hmm. He's a big guard. Roush has the ball in his hands as well. I, I I don't worry about. I mean, he could have a big game. He's had he's had a big game already this season. He had uh, 24 in that game against Illinois, but. I'm more worried about him being the the type of person that can get some folks in foul trouble. So you, I would imagine maybe you're going to put Tata Washington on him, and that's going to be a big moment for Tata. These are two freshmen going at it. The last time there was a big freshman matchup, Tata, worst game of the year. Really only terrible game that he's had or bad game that he's had. So this could be a good opportunity for him to – to win this matchup, that's that's one player I worry about. Not so much for what he could do by himself, although he could have a big game. More so, I think Blake Wesley could get in the paint, get UK in foul trouble. So, lockdown defender, Tata Washington, that'd be great. That'd be great tomorrow night. Be real nice, Clark. Real nice. Uh, you said a big guard who on or off the ball, big white guy. Blake Wesley sounds like a big white guy for no. No, he no, he's he's not a big white guy. He's a, <laughs> He's a six so, foot five guard. Who was the um, who was the dude? It wasn't Heron Goaty, but the the one he was one of those college basketball, been there forever kind of guys. Um, big white guy, white guard hmm. on the ball. Man, it's gonna bug me. Gonna really bug me that I can't think of his name. Don't know. No, is Prentice Hub still play for them? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, did he transfer or something? Huh. Who knows? Tough to say. It's nebulous. Yep, it is ne nebulous. You're not thinking of Connaughton, are you? Yes, Connaughton. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hub is still is... there. Yeah, he is still there. Hub's no. still there? Okay. Connaughton? Princess... No, Princess no. Hub is still there. Oh. I had no idea. I thought he, I thought he transferred. Yeah, he's still there. Man, suck it, Prentice Hub. Prentice Hub does not sound like a basketball player either. Definitely yeah. screams lacrosse vibes. It does, yeah. I agree with you. So I, I don't think I, I don't think it should be one that Kentucky sweats out, but road game, 
we'll we'll have to wait and see. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Remember to pop into Thornton's on your way into the office. If you're already at the office, go say you left something at home. Who cares? It's Friday. It's Friday in December. You're not going to be working hard anyways. Go get yourself some donuts and some coffee from Thornton's and send us a text message, 502-414-1450. Texter says, longest tenure people at UofL is about to be the dorm strippers. <laughs> pretty good people forget <laughs> no ad no president as of right now oh man that's funny stuff <laughs> a texter on the thornton's text line hey justin would it be possible for you to check to see how we can get the podcast on iheart quicker i like to re-listen in the afternoon at work and it doesn't post until almost end of day my of my time thanks that's from shannon o'bannon well, if Shannon O'Bannon's asking something, Justin, you need to do it. I mean, Shannon, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I upload it as soon as the show's over. Yeah. I don't, just, I don't have any control of the speed of where it gets to each whatever. Platform. You know, yeah. so I was actually listening to the show last night. Um, I wanted to rehear my Indiana rant. I listened on – it was something we never mentioned, like FM dot something. It pulled it right up. I was. I just Googled – Kentucky Roll Call. So do that, Shannon. Just Google Kentucky Roll Call and the date that you want to listen to the show, and it'll pop up somewhere. Spotify's was up yesterday by before 10 a.m., so an hour with it going off. Um, I think it's just iHeart's just going to be slower. It's like that's why I got off Apple Podcasts, because it was taking too long for it to upload there. Um, and a little inside baseball, Shannon O'Bannon. We we have no idea how the podcast even ended up on iHeart, to be yeah, honest with you. Totally clueless. It just have, got there one day. We don't know why it's there, how it got there, who is putting it there. We don't know why it comes up later than the other things. Um, but this did make me remember, Justin, remember when I said that Trevor really came after you yesterday? Yeah. It was about this. So first off, Shannon sent this in during the, the Rutherford show hours. And they they think they're just real funny when they read the KRC text for their show. Um, they read this one. And, of course, Trevor says, I'm going to send that. I'll send it over to the KRC text line. He, did, he doesn't. He didn't. Gosh. So that's why Shannon sent this one in on, like, Tuesday or something or on Wednesday or something. Not yesterday. And, of course, Trevor said he'd send it over. He didn't. He, he had forgotten about it. But he went on a rant about you about this. He's like, oh, you got to get the podcast up faster. When I was doing it, it would be up within five minutes, if even that. He does take longer. And the Rutherford Show podcast, it's faster than the KRC podcast now. So that's what he came after you for. I couldn't right, well, remember that, exactly what it was, but that's what it was. He, he, I mean, made, I, he made some personal attacks about your work ethic and ability to do your job. At this point, it's just libel or slander. Not sure which one, but wow. I, I mean, there's there's literally no way he can do it faster than me. There's no there's no way. It's impossible. I can't I can't personally do it any faster. And there I don't see anybody being able to do it faster than me. In this case, it'd be slander, Justin. Well, yeah, whatever it is, I'm taking him to court. Yeah, suck it, Trevor. Suck it, um, Trevor. But when you do listen to your podcast, you know they're brought to you by our good friends at Cornbread Hemp. Twenty five to one CBD to THC ratio. 50 milligrams of CBD, 2 milligrams of THC. They will relax you. Just go over to cornbreadhemp.com. Get their gummies. They're extra strength, 1,500 milligrams. They're incredible. And just kick back, relax this weekend. Use the promo code BIGX when you check out for 30% off 
your order. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Relax this holiday season. It's stressful. Just kick back, enjoy yourself with some cornbread hemp. And just know that Roush is never going to give you any of his. <laughs> I tell you, hey, no, Roush, it's good stuff. I'm not sharing cookie, any. The cookies, by the way, were pretty awesome. Those oatmeal ones. Yeah. yeah. Send, per- send it to your wife. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let her know you said thanks. And I will let her know that TJ did not say thanks. Uh, well, first off, I loved them more than Justin did. So tell her that TJ, <laughs> tell the, tell her that TJ enjoyed them more. Did you eat your whole bag, TJ? Cause I only have two left. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think that we probably only have two or three left. But I, Hannah, the, the wife helped as well. So you were going solo duty. So uh, <laughs> as you so often do. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious baked goods from the Rouses. You can't top it just like you can't top cornbread. Hemp, a texter on the Thornton's text line. Sure seems like we're hanging on by a thread for Goodwin. Hope you're right, Roush. If not, I'll be displeased with you, but I'll continue to listen and text in. Okay, that's good. Oh, thank goodness. Although, Roush, another opportunity to say no. If he doesn't go to Kentucky, don't listen and don't text in. We're not worthy. Double down, baby. We are doubling down. I also don't know like if he's going to go anywhere else. I don't, I don't know where it's going to be. I just I well, don't. you can't go wrong going to Alabama. They seem to be doing a good job lately. Yeah, but as far as like a, I don't know who has the room, and also is like I'm sure he's like a top 100 player. I'm sure anybody would have room for him, despite him being quite. I, 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 my, my my point being though is like it doesn't feel like there's anybody in second right now. Feels like it's Kentucky. Like, is there no leaders? Well, if you take, if you say that Kentucky's not your leader, then I don't, I don't even know who would be second place right now. Is my point. Well, all the more reason that if Kentucky did get a little nervous about the visits, that was silly. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have balked. Let him go visit wherever he wants, and if he wants to go spend his next few years in East Lansing, then go have cra- go be crazy, have fun, get wild. Um, I think he'll end. Up, I agree with you. I, I think he'll end up at Kentucky just because. It seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. Makes that a seem, whole lot of sense. That seems um, to, that seems to be the that seems to be the obvious choice, even if there is some late game turbulence, if you will, because of course there would be. Of course, it's just how it goes when you're big game fishing. Yeah. Um, another texture on the Thorns text line says, "Surely Copeland is the SEC mystery receiver. He could be. Uh, I was told, you know, a while ago that there'd be a lot of uh, interested guys in Kentucky from the University of Florida, and." He'd fit that bill. UK recruited him early on. Things have changed. He was a former, I think he was the number 40 player in his recruiting class. If you remember, TJ, he was the guy who picked Florida over Alabama and Tennessee. And in his live ceremony, his mom was wearing an Alabama sweatshirt and a Tennessee hat. And when he picked Florida, she just left, just walked off the set. Yeah, but got to wonder about mom's judgment because that would have been probably during the Pruitt era at Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess she just wanted. I mean, Tennessee or Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. I get. You know, no right, complaints. right. No, no complaints there. But being so upset because your son didn't go to Tennessee. Eh, come on, mom. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. that's the, the the baby. That's the baby boy making a, a good, well thought out decision. Because wearing well that orange decision never a good call. All right, let's go to our last break. We got to mention the ticket stuff because. People are going to make that into a huge, huge thing. And in reality, 
it shouldn't be. So we'll come back. We'll do that. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line on your Friday. We'll do Notre Dame, Kentucky predictions to get you ready for your weekend. The only way that KRC can. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. That's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. Go ahead and add it up. Every cent's accounted for. Look. See this? That's a car. 275000 Might want to hang on to that one. Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Already in double-digit days in December. It's crazy. Christmas Eve in two weeks, Roush. Also pretty wild. Three weeks left in the year. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Calendars. (laughs) Time. Roush, we'll have to do the journalism awards. Oh, man. You know what? It's going to be awfully hard to touch. Tim Sullivan. Tim Sullivan is your Vegas favorite, and but we have different categories and whatnot. But in terms of the climbing the flight, the stairs award, it's going to be the most heroic moment. I, I don't. He's got that award locked up, and every year we give the flight of stair awards to the journalist who has to climb a flight of stairs and an honor to do their job in yeah. order to do their job. But TJ, I climb down flights of stairs for every game at Kroger Field. I don't wait for the elevator. I just go sprinting down the stairs. Do, shouldn't I be a candidate for that award? Not until you tweet about it in in the oh, disguise of doing great journalism. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you got to you got to let us know about Yeah, he's going to be tough to top. He had he has finished strong. And the journalism awards is a whole year thing. That's what we tell people, but it's hard not to ignore momentum. But for reward standards' sake, it is an entire year thing. It's like you know, like what the selection committee says, Roush. Every year we'll just mm-hmm. switch it, and right. then even when we say we're doing one thing, we really won't be doing it. So you just kind of go as you make it up as you go along. Yeah, that's a that's a good philosophy. Um, just like the selection committee, right? Right. Mitch Barnhart knows all about that. He's been on all of the selection committees, basketball and football. I can't believe Justin hasn't been in a better mood. I can't believe he hasn't been celebrating. I can't believe he hasn't been doing little dances. It's the 10-year anniversary of the watch shop. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I told myself that yesterday, and I debated playing it on today's show, but I was like, oh, I don't want to get everybody all riled up. And then so I just – by the time I woke up this morning, I forgot about it. So thanks for bringing it up. I'll watch it today. The greatest moment in the history of Indiana basketball. Arguably. They beat a team in the regular season that would later go on to end their own season, which would be tied for their best season in almost the last two decades. But, yes, 10 years ago today, the Hoosiers did it. They yeah. really did it. Wow! Can't believe they won a regular season basketball game. What a miracle! I say, get make write another book. Ten year, ten years later, the impact of the watch shot heard around the world. Yeah.
I'd buy it. I'm in. I'm in. Absolutely. Ten years ago. Roush, we watched that one at our college house over on Con Terrace. We had a big beer pong tournament during the day, won by yours truly. My partner had terrible BO, and it was a really fun afternoon, morning, and we were going to cap it off with the Kentucky-Indiana game. Sure enough, Watford hits that shot. I go outside, throw a chair. Not like (laughs) – Okay, Bobby Knight. Yeah, not like in – it was just kind of like it was just in the way, and I was just like, ugh, I'm mad. Fun day, though, all things considered. Ten years ago today. Let's talk more about how time goes fast, Roush. Yep, let's let's do that. Um, I do want to mention something in the coaching carousel. Tony Elliott, he's Clemson's offensive coordinator. The last big kind of coveted domino in this carousel. Uh, he's choosing today – between Virginia, Duke, or returning to Clemson. So, uh, I, I for one think Duke just makes perfect sense out of all of those options. Uh, um, but uh, yeah. I, I think that's significant, I think, from the Clemson standpoint, because if you lose both coordinators, Dabo could be in a lot of trouble. Uh, if they don't go that way, then Josh Gaddis is the top candidate, the Michigan offense coordinator, to go to Virginia. So just the just the latest is the this carousel. It's not going to stop spinning anytime soon. Did you see the latest from from Oregon, the West Coast? Yeah, they're going to try to get Chip Kelly. Oh, bring, just like Bobby 2.0. What can go wrong with Chip 2.0? Absolutely nothing. Nothing could go wrong. If you had magic once, it means you're always going to have it. Any yes. any ex couple knows that. <laughs> <laughs> it always works out. Text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. Roush, I'm not sure if you knew this or not, but Kentucky's basketball attendance hasn't been as – they haven't been selling out Rupp Arena. Nope, they haven't. I will say, though, the numbers were much worse than I anticipated. Yeah. Like 9,000 for a game at Rupp? Yeah. Ugh, That's not, I mean, for a crappy opponent – you got to wear a face mask to go in there. It's stupid. I, I'm not surprised by it. Yeah, but uh, you know what though? I, I said it on Twitter, and you know I'll say it again. Like, I'd much rather people talk with their pocketbooks than just by complaining on social media about the yeah, schedule. Yeah, it's, it's, it. a, it's a simple case. And yeah. Kentucky's going to look at these numbers and say, all right, yeah, we do. We probably do need to get a, a better game in here or so, so the average numbers aren't so aren't don't look so bad. But Folks, people have been talking about a downward trend of of seats at Rupp Arena and nationally. This is not just a UK thing. I, I, do I wish Rupp Arena was full every single night? I do, but I've been to one game this year, and I don't know which. I don't know when I'll go to another. So mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's a, it's for people in Louisville. It's a lot. It's a long trip for a two hour game. And, yep. and there's and, a lot of pains in the ass right now. You mentioned the mass, but also the construction that's happening around there. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very inconvenient. Yeah. And on top of all that, it's not good opponents and people just tell themselves, ah, I can have a beer here, watch at home. Yep. And I don't have to fight all that stuff. And instead of me having to leave at six and 
rush out of work and and get things settled at home and then rush out the door so I can make it to the game and then not get home till about, you know, 9.30, assuming you live in Lexington. But maybe for some folks, that's not till 10 or 10.30 or 11. It's a, it's a, it's a big to-do. So I, I, they, they will, they will address this, whether it's with finances and making sure they don't increase season tickets or with improving the schedule, but they're really only one game short in the out-of-conference, in my opinion. I think they're only – maybe this year it's two, which is not good, but I don't think, I don't think it's this – I just don't think it's a huge deal. I, I mean, you know, for the big well, games, Roush, if it's but, big games and, they're in the, and the place looks like it does for the Southern games, then okay, then we got to ask what the hell's going on. But it's going to be fine for the big games. We all know that. Yeah, uh, I, and I think one thing we also aren't acknowledging as well is that uh, a lot of these games have been Friday night games during like high school football playoffs and just during when people have things to do and not go to Ruck. Um, I liked Mark Story's uh, suggestion of a compromise. Like, if you're going to play bad teams, like, how about play all the teams that knocked you out of the NCAA tournament that are bad or play the teams with former UK coaches like your Mark Pope, like playing BYU, Mark Pope. That's an easy game to schedule. Um, yeah. Play all the in-state teams. Like th- there are ways if you want to still play bad teams that you can get creative and have better challenges. Uh, I know like, I fully grant you that uh, I'm sure Cal was not eager to jump on playing a bunch of tough teams a year after going nine and 16, when you didn't have those crappy teams to kind of beat up on and, galvanize your roster mm-hmm. uh, but you can just sprinkle in i don't know one more decent team in there one more yeah. team that people care about in november when when there's football like football i'm sure football has as much to do with it as well too like there's a lot of factors in here but um i, I think at the end of the day the big thing is just get one or two more decent teams and this won't be as big of a problem and I'm sure they are looking at these numbers and they will do just that. And they're yeah. thinking of all the same stuff that we're talking about. Well, is the fact we don't serve alcohol, is that keeping some people away? How many folks are just annoyed with the mask mandate or, you know, the the lack of compliance of the mask mandate in the arena? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're really not making anybody happy by doing that. I'm sure there's some people that are like, well, I'm not going because I don't want to have to wear a mask. Well, really, you just have to wear it when you get your ticket in, and then nobody really says anything to you after you get in the building. So it's still dumb to make that a rule. And then there's probably some people that like that that feel more safe and more comfortable when they are wearing masks, and that's their right if they want. And they probably also feel more comfortable if people around them are wearing masks. We all we don't need to get into whether or not it should be mandated conversation, but that's still their right, and they're they're entitled to their opinion. And they probably see on TV, Roush, how like. 30%, 50%, I guess it just depends on the angle or what part of the game you're watching. They're seeing half the crowd maybe not following the mass compliance, and they may say to themselves, you know what, I don't feel I don't feel like I want to go to those games. So you're, you're kind of probably ticking some people off on both sides of that. And the lack of alcohol, the crappy opponents, coming off a bad season, you still have different variants that could keep some folks away. The thing I'm more surprised at is – Roush, when you see that lower level, those are almost entirely season ticket holders. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you all doing with your season tickets? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you all not have friends that wouldn't love some free? And listen, there are some times that it's just hard to give away tickets. There are some nights that you just can't give them away. But 
always reach out to Kentucky Roll Call. We'll find a way to give give them away. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that they are used. I'm There's somebody that, out there. Yeah, I'm just shocked how many or like you could simply. I know this is a little bit more work, but you could you could go to your local school and just say, hey, I got these tickets. I don't know if there's a kid in this place that would want to go or if there's a teacher in this place that want to. There's so many ways to get rid of tickets. I can't believe how many people just sit on them. Yeah, that that's shocking. Uh, you know what's I, – I hate to switch gears abruptly, but we have um, some breaking news. Uh, Vince Tyre, he is – Called a press – wait, no. Uh, he wrote a letter, not a press conference. Really yes, I, I saw that. Do we want to read it? I don't um, think there's really anything to – Well, I just think we need to read the sign-off because I think this is how every Wolvel fan should end every conversation from now until the rest of the eternity. I will forever okay. cheer on our beloved cards, win or lose, with my head held high. Today, I make that return in the stands. L's up. Always L's up. We got to get that. We, we, let's make that a thing. Come on. Come on. Well, they're going away from the L1C4. Yeah. So this is this is so much better. L's up. Always. Is it just not, L's it, up. Do they have such a tough time just saying, like, go cards? <laughs> and I can't help but think the L's up, always L's up is just like a no L's down. L's up. You turn that L upside down. You turn that L right side up. Whatever it is. Text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414. Vince Tyre says goodbye to the cards. No mention of Neely Bendapudi in his goodbye letter. Not that I would think that maybe that would get a shout-out. Nobody got a personal shout-out except for the fans. Nope, nope. L's up. I'll, I'll leave it to others in the history books to judge my tenure. Oh gosh. Our our grandkids Roush are gonna be growing up reading about the Vince Tyre tenure in their history books. Those four years changed the University <laughs> of Love from. Did he have Brom locked up? Histor historians differ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. A texter on the Thornton's text line says Devin Askew, possibly all time great, has three points in the last four games and was minus twelve in five minutes for Seton Hall. Yeah, he 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 struggled. Um, I don't I, I, like. I don't want Kentucky fans. Similarly, sim, similarly to how obnoxious some people were with Johnny just saying, let's not be jerks about Askew. Yeah, and same thing with like football players in the transfer portal. I mean, they have they all those dudes had like ho hum years. Um, they and left not, for a reason, you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that texture that that's what you're doing. It is interesting just to keep tabs on them and former Kentucky players for better or for worse. But it's, he, it, it, yeah. he wouldn't be getting much playing time on this Kentucky team. No, no. Maybe someday it, he could turn into a good player. I've, I've been a proponent that I think he, he plays hard. So that, that can take you a long way, but yeah, he, he's still, he's still a year or two away. I think really uh, ended up working out well, at least for Kentucky's in hope it works out well for Askew down the road. Yeah. And if he's all right being patient, then then Chris Beard, Texas, going to play on good teams, competitive teams, and Chris Beard's got total faith in him, turning into a good player. And and for what it's worth, Chris Beard said he could turn into one of the one of the greats at Texas. So the the jury's still out. It seemed like an outlandish statement. I don't think it, it's going to end up happening, 
but let's let's be nice. Devin mm-hmm. Askew did play hard at Kentucky. He did. He certainly did. Um, another texture on the Thorns text line says, I work with a good amount of Tennessee fans, and it is brutal. The lack of disrespect they give UK is annoying. I mean, the lack of respect. <laughs> yeah, got a mix up there. They don't even acknowledge the rivalry, saying that UK isn't a rival, but Bama, Georgia, and Florida are. It was truly eye-opening and annoying that a terrible program who hasn't accomplished anything since 98 thinks they are too good to be our rival. I hate Tennessee. I would echo that sentiment. Uh, morons. Absolute morons. Right, well, then just you tell your Tennessee fans that are that say they're not a rival. Say that Kentucky has beaten them more times in basketball than any other school in the history of the universe. And they're not a rival and they won't, and you, you won't even consider them as such. Yeah. Suck it, Tennessee. You should ask them though, how they think Kentucky's not a rival to them. Although you shouldn't care like who, who, okay, you dorks, that's fine. You're going to be really bothered when Kentucky beats you though. And that's a weird thing to get really bothered by if it's not a team that you don't care about, but ask them how Kentucky's not a rival to them, but they're a rival to Alabama. And, and, and get back to me with what they say. Yeah, makes no sense. No sense. Um, another texture says, please address how bad of a coach the women's coach is. Also, the music this week on the show has been the worst ever. Wow, Justin getting a big old suck it from one of the textures. Um, yeah, UK lost to DePaul last that's night. That's a, bad, that's a bad loss. That is a terrible loss. And, and Kentucky's going to waste Ryan Howard. Yeah. And that sucks. And I... Mitch Barnhart's got to got to take a look into the women's basketball program because I think that Ryan Howard has probably helped the helped this program from sinking faster than it should. So maybe there's maybe there's a quick fix out there after well, after this year. She's not alone. Like like Elsie has recruited pretty well. Uh, no, but- not really. Yeah, I mean, she didn't bring in a grad transfer that was really worth anything. And then the biggest need was the front court, and that wasn't addressed in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, that's also the hardest position to get. But like Treasure Hunt is was a great recruit. Like there, there's some highly touted recruits on that team. But to your to the biggest point though of all is, and I didn't I turned the game on like as it I was like oh I forgot about this popped it on and the game was basically over. But from what I've watched in the last two years, a lot of it's kind of down the stretch. And that's where it's where coaching comes to the top. You, mm-hmm. got, you got your players making good decisions, executing, and hasn't been the case. Hasn't been the case. So they've given her some rope, and I, I fear that they're, she's not going to use it use it to her advantage. I like Elsie. I, I, she has been on some staffs of some genius basketball minds, obviously, I uh, went to Tennessee and she was an assistant there as well. But I, and she's been at Kentucky before and at Kentucky grew up in LaGrange. I, I, I want it to work out for her, but not off to a great start. And if you wanted to say you got to give her more time, that's fine. I just worry about like, okay, if you give her more time though, and this thing keeps going the wrong way, that, that makes it that much tougher for whoever you bring in next. And Kentucky women's basketball should be one of the better programs in the country. It, yeah. should, be, it should be just as good as Louisville. It should be I, – I get it. You know, UConn, South Carolina has hit a home run, and they have just completely surpassed. But it, it should be – you have all the facilities. You have all the resources. You got money. There's no reason UK women's basketball should, should not be going to Final Fours at least once a decade. So, and that's not happening, um, not happening at all. So it should be better. Yeah, yeah. 
just uh, but I'm, re- I'm rooting for her, and maybe they get this thing figured out. You beat Louisville this weekend. You don't worry about that DePaul game, although you're going to probably lose to Louisville, and Louisville has completely mm. owned this series as of late, and that should not happen. So you, that's something you got to. We, I mean, we got to. They also out. did like they missed a game winner last year. You know, it's it, it's been close, but you're right. They 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 haven't been what you'd like for that program to be. There's also a consistent theme where just people getting suspended like two hours before the game happens quite a bit. So. Don't know what the hell's going on over there. And they honored no. Matthew Mitchell, and that was cool. But it was cool Dwayne Peavy being back in Lexington, of course. But you, you needed to win that game. That was, that was a bad loss. Mm, yeah. Uh, Texter, we've got, we got follow up from yesterday on the Thornton Texan. Mail played Carmelo Anthony's Oak Hill team in 0102, my freshman year. I remember a sophomore at the time was posterized by Anthony. I'll withhold his name to spare his family the embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> uh said no rondo on that team carmel and justin gray who went to wake forest or all that he can remember uh went to bowling green and they were down six to eight or so uh wait he said we were actually six eight six eight down low but still no match my halves were uh comparable to iu first half scored 11 second half zero wow suck it justin zero points in the last three minutes of that game zero Hey, at least you had a good first half texter, and we appreciate you texting in. Another texter on the Thornton text line says, a good papa doesn't fire people, he inspires people, Roush. People. (laughs) Neely should have been more transparent with her intentions this last week to prevent things like Tyra getting upset and leaving the program. I disagree with Roush. Someone on their way out the door should not be authorizing multi-million dollar buyouts. Well, that was the issue with all of it, is that, like, if if Vince was close, yeah, so many people seem to suggest that Vince was close to making a deal with the with with Jeff Brom, and they he he wasn't going to fire Satterfield unless they for sure knew that Brom was on board. It was a Mario and, Cristobal situation, and supposedly Roush he got that assurance that Brom was on board. That's the scuttlebutt. And all right, I got that duck lined up. Now we need to do the hard part. Let me just go run it by my president. And what? No, I can't do my job. I've been working my butt off. I'm here ready to make the football fans happier than they've been since Lamar won the Heisman. I I can do this and just the flick of a finger, just let me do it. And she said, no, that in its own right is head scratching, but you'd be willing to hear her side of things, but she didn't talk. She didn't talk, and not only was she saying no to this, supposedly, she had more than a foot halfway out the door. She was going back and forth. Yeah, it was basically confirmed at that point Yeah, she was leaving. Yeah, uh-huh. so. And also, I, I know I've mentioned the money about like, well, they don't have a whole lot. Like, they're going to have less by keeping around Satterfield. And I like you're, you are paying a lot of buyouts, but also the university's budget, athletics, is just a drop in the head of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can if you really want you can you can find the money to make a head coach that gets your stands actually full instead of whatever the hell they've been doing the last two years. And then U of L came out and they were like, "Oh, and we will be raising football tickets, three dollars yeah. a game to pay for Wi-Fi." Yes, we yes we had a horrible season. Well, we had a dreadful attendance season. And yes, you may have moldy seats and gross beer and long lines everywhere you go. We will be needing more money though from you. And the truth is, like, oh, three dollars, whatever. Yeah, but, who cares? But, but almost, the timing almost, of it too. Like, dude, that just almost wait makes a it week worse too. 
Yeah. You know, it'd be like one thing if it was like, listen, it's 10 bucks. We just, we got to get more money into this program. But instead of like $3, it's like you all kind of stunk. You didn't make the coaching change that 90% of your fan base wanted. And you're going to be charging just like an extra three freaking dollars. That's going to make the difference in this thing. So never change, U of L. A texter, uh, a texter on the Thornton sex line. Any hope for Jacob Copeland? I'm a podcast listener. So if you already mentioned it, I apologize. Yeah, I, like I said, maybe, but I, you know, I they've got Robinson on campus. That feels like that'll get locked up uh, sooner rather than later. And I don't know. He could be the mystery big fish out there. I guess we just gotta play the wait and see game. John here. Good number one curse morning after that shot. Purdue and their fans have bubble guts. In the words of Negan from Walking Dead, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I remember yep. when I used to watch. They crap their pants. Hey, I don't give a crap if it's on the road. The Cats should take care of business against Notre Dame. Hey, Notre Dame. <laughs> at least Louisville supplied their athletes with real women. Oh, that's a one a cuckoo joke. Oh, the, the, the imaginary. Yeah. Cats by thirteen. We'll got to go talk to you later. Yeah, that, that's probably going to end up being my margin of victory prediction maybe a little less but i like where you're at john tc from lexington here boys puzzles why is it called puzzles love the how i met your mother reference nick major props major props hey tc from lexington have a great weekend buddy thanks for texting in somebody else on the thornton sex line good morning guys so all things considered the strippers the extortion the pain players etc is this rock bottom the highest ranking people for athletics are dipping out and no one at Levisville seems to know what to do. This is a great LOL happy Friday. I do think this is one of the most bizarre chapters. It's certainly not like the most jaw-dropping or salacious or something like that, but when the people that were brought in to clean things up just leave in the middle of the night, that's that's pretty wild. Oh, man. It's almost like they need a sheriff to come in and – Restore really order. Clean. Yeah, it's martial law at UofL now, and Deputy <laughs> Doofus is in charge. Dexter <sighs> oh. says, this good one saga seems to, a lot like Occam's Razor. Have you guys ever heard of that? <laughs> Anyways, have a great weekend. No, oh, what's, no. What's, we, we have mentioned Occam's Razor like 17 more times than we should have. Well, but, rightfully hey, so. It, it, makes, it's, it makes you sound smart. It's like saying penultimate. You're like, ooh. But do you think maybe we're saying Occam's razor because the easiest thing to do in these situations is to say Occam's razor uh, to describe the situation? No. Uh, Not possible. even Inception would be able to figure that one out. Uh, A texter on the Thornton sex line says, Copeland's mom said she he was running with the wrong crowd. She didn't care where he went as long as it wasn't in the state of Florida. She wanted him to get as far away from the bad influences in his life as possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, still, Tennessee Orange is ugly, though. <laughs> very, very ugly. Doesn't change that point. And sounds like maybe Mama's going to get her wish. Oh, man. Come to Kentucky, buddy. Roush, this next text is for you because you called it, buddy. Nailed it. Yesterday, you joked that things were so bad at UofL, the can opener would probably claim another victim. Well, and there it was. Uh, it got him. The, the overpass, it got somebody yesterday. And you know what else happened, too? Uh, we had the arrest report from Katina Powell. So it was just another, you know, another regular old day in Levisville. It reminds me, 
I, I seriously, I think Louisville is like Dairy in the book It, Stephen King's It, where it's just like this town has an energy. And for whatever reason, over the last like eight years, it's been a really negative and uh, wild energy with everything going on. So, Roush, I think you were like, there were so much rumblings in the city yesterday that I think the can opener is like, I'm taking another victim. Yeah. It, yeah. It, these, it had things, to. these things are without, not within our control. Right. It's like the town's alive and it knows that when like things get a little too hectic, Let's just take this semi and crack open that the top Dude, of it. This is a Stephen King novel. It is. Man, I hadn't put two and two together. Now, in the movie It, it was like every 38 years or something like that, the town would kind of like, in in the book, it's like an alien sort of deal. Um, we're just, Louisville's just cursed. Every 38 seconds or 38 days, it happens here. <laughs> It's thirty. Yeah, it's thirty-eight seconds. Really, that's that's pretty spot on. And the why and the thing that like the sad thing really is for U of L is like the thing that they have been mo most nervous about. All this stuff is just added on toppings of poop. Like what they have been worried about for the last year is: Are we going to get two postseason bans? They don't have the answer to that question, God, Roush. They God. still could get two-year postseason ban. Now, what they're worried about is: Are we going to have like the most boring? vanilla football year where nobody's going to show up again for really like the four straight year. And then we got to do a coaching search. And are we going to have to do like all this stuff is added on. They've all been focused on one thing and now they've got this whole other stuff they've got to worry about. That just sums up the university of Louisville the last, almost the last decade. It's really, really a disaster. Um, but you know what? They could end up in the final four. Give them something happy to to cheer about. So uh, I hope that happens this weekend. But I'm really hoping that Kentucky just beats the brakes off of the Notre Dame fighting Irish, especially my stupid brother-in-law, who's Notre Dame football Duke basketball fan. Like what a dork! Yeah, seriously. So go you up there. Tell him. You tell him the sports talker called him a dork. I, I will. I definitely will. And I'm going to tell him to suck it because the Cats they're going to win by 17 points tomorrow i'm not good at math so i'm not going to give you a score off the top of my head but it's gonna be a 17 point well I'll, I'll make it easy myself 77 to 60 cats win in south bend gonna be a fun saturday afternoon for the bbn i'm going 71 64 oh i'm going 81 to 70 kentucky gets an 11 point win and i think we mostly feel good about it hope you feel good about your weekend thanks everybody that listened this week uh, we appreciate those that are listening on podcasts, listening live, texting into the Thornton Sex Line. You all are the absolute best. We'll be back Monday. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Export Radio. Peter Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kent. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. is a wise way to say Merry